He's back. Sports Radio is back. Here's the lowdown with Low Tide on Sports 1440. Presented by Wolf GMC Buick. We're making it easy. WolfGMCBuick.com. Welcome to the Lowdown. Today's show, Oilers play Canucks tonight. The Glimmer t- Twins will play. Plus, Jays lose to those bad old Yankees who are the worst version of the Yankees since Bobby Mercer. I'm convinced of it. Happy birthday, Clara Hughes. Uh, we have some difficult news on the way in a minute from uh, about Chris Snow uh, and uh, something just coming across the wire about Bruce Springsteen as well. So it's going to be an eventful show. Sports1440.ca, iHeartRadio, Radio Player Canada. Text or call us at 1-833-401-1440. Twitter at Low Tide and at Declan Kruger. The Lowdown is driven by Wolf GMC Buick. New name, but same great team. Find them on the corner of 184th Street and Stony Plain Road, wolfgmcbuick.com. I've been there many times. Have great coffee. Just check it out. I promise you I'm right. Our guest today, Bruce McCurdy from the Cult of Hockey at the Edmonton Journal and Jackie Ray from CFCW, curling great country music aficionado and great country music week. So many things. She's She is basically, we're Travis Kelsey, and she's Taylor Swift on this show, and she's going to be joining us a little bit from now. All right, let's start with the difficult news. This is uh, about an hour ago from Kelsey Snow, and she says, With a shattered heart, I've come to share that yesterday Chris became unresponsive and went into cardiac arrest. Paramedics and doctors were able to get his heart beating again, but devastatingly, a scan showed Chris has suffered a catastrophic brain injury caused by lack of oxygen. His doctors do not expect him to wake up from this. My chest feels cracked open and hollowed out. Chris is the most beautiful, brilliant person I'll ever know, and doing life without him feels untenable. Hug your people. And that's from Kelsey Snow. And very difficult news. Um, Chris and Kelsey Snow, I think anybody who knew the story about them and and followed them and paid attention to their openness and, and heroic battle uh, with a, just a devastating disease is, is right there with Kelsey Snow and the rest of the Snow family today. Um, it is devastating. And there's not much else we can say about it. We will keep you updated on the news. But it is not good today for Chris Snow. And our thoughts obviously are with the Snow family. Um, as far as the Oilers are concerned, tonight from Jack Michaels, the top three. Now, this is a, a, in it is I've seen four or five incarnations of the lines and and pairings. So we're going to go Jack Michaels. He's the play by play guy. We'll see, but I think we're going to see McDavid with Kane and Brown, Drysaddle with Nuge and Hyman, and Sutter with Fogel and Yanmark, and Skinner in net. Players I would like to see additionally: Raphael Lavoie, Noel Hoffman. Meyer, uh, Lane Peterson, and just for the heck of it, I'd like to see Phil Kemp tonight. So we'll keep you updated on that story as well. Um, You know, Declan, this is, I'm not going to sing it's the most wonderful time of the year. And I don't know if Leon's is having a sale, but this is my favorite time of the year just starting now. Do you know why? Beginning of hockey season? What's at the beginning of hockey season? Just before the season starts, stuff starts happening daily at noon. I'm I'm at a loss. You're hurting me with this. How long have you known? You haven't known me that long. Waivers, the waiver wire. Follow it, and we will follow it here with you. And even if you don't follow it, we'll have it for you, because I love the waiver wire. I know a lot of you think Raphael Lavoie will be on it soon. I do not believe that, but we'll find out. 
I read a McDavid article at The Athletic today, and I had a piece of information, and I, I've, sa- I've written it like 50 times all summer. But people go away. They're having fun on the beach. They're not reading about hockey. So the question I raised today in my Athletic article is, does Connor McDavid, is he being deployed in the right way? He plays on the power play, plays at even strength, plays on the penalty kill. Is that right? Because he plays more than anybody in the National Hockey League. And I looked at it because I was thinking, hey, you know, punt the shorthanded minutes. Get somebody, a setter out there. Do you know that McDavid's shorthanded goal share, shorthanded goal share last year was 47%? Good golly, Miss Molly. Are you kidding me? 47% a shorthanded. Hell, play him 60 minutes. <laughs> He's an amazing hockey player. That That's just a... A bla- there are other blazing stats in the article. Please read. But that's a uh, that's an amazing statistic. Dave Tippett, back working, coaching consultant for the Seattle Kraken. When he was let go by the Oilers, there was a really sweet picture of he and his wife somewhere nice and warm, you know, like probably Mexico, and, you know, him saying, that's it, it's over. But it's in the blood. It, it, it is totally in the blood. So you can't, you can't get away. Just so you know, Declan, radio is much like that. You try to get away and they keep pulling you back. That will happen to you. You'll, you'll say, oh, you know, I'm, I really like this executive position with my new company selling storm grains, but you'll end up back in radio. There's nothing you can do about it. Is that what, is that what happened to you? I'd never gotten out of radio, but a lot of my friends have. You were never an executive selling storm grains? No. Um, my, I, we did lose Ron Clark to backhoes, I think. But other than that, we've been just really, really batting a very, very good average. Um, recommended reading for you today, Shana Goldman, very smart writer, very excellent writer for The Athletic. 23-24 fantasy hockey sleepers included in that list, Connor Brown and Matthias Ekholm. Worth the read if you play fantasy. I do not. But if you do, check that out. Um, Brooks Robinson passed away. We're going to talk to Bruce McCurdy about that. Cult of Hockey at the Edmonton Journal. 1970 World Series. He caught everything, and for some reason, everything was hit to him, not or near him. He also hit everything hard. He won the MVP. My generation will remember him forever for what he did in 1970. I think that was the year Dave McNally had a perfect game, but it didn't matter. It was all Brooks Robinson. Did you know Miami is number 18 in the college football rankings? Are they coming? Like, are they? Yes. Are, are they coming back? Is this like a a, a resurfacing of the team that that would win um, a national championship and then go right to prison? Well, no, they'll never reach the uh, the the heights of that oh oh one that two thousand two thousand one Miami team. No, they they they're ranked based on their win against Texas A and M in College Station. I think Tyler Van Dyke had like five five touchdowns, three hundred plus yards that game. Ran all over Texas A and M, couldn't stop anything. Only good one of the season, but that's really all you need after four weeks. So, no, they're not going to reach those heights again. But that Miami team was fun. It was. Um, happy birthday to Clara Hughes, born today in Winnipeg in nineteen seventy two. I have shoes that were born in 1972. The only Olympian to win multiple medals in both summer and winter Olympics. Gold, silver, four bronze in road cycling and speed skating. An amazing athlete. When you when you type in or talk about at parties like you do, the greatest Canadian athlete ever, she's definitely on the list. Gretzky, Howe, Donovan Bailey. I, I think Marty McBean should be in there. Um... Who's your who's on your list? Who's on your list of all-time greatest Canadian athletes? 
My top four would probably I think Clara Hughes has to be on there mm-hmm. at number uh number one. I'll put Andre DeGrasse is making a real case. Okay. I might put That's him fair. up there. That's fair. I'm gonna put Man, I'll put Haley Wickenheiser up there. That's a nice thing, too. Well yeah. Done. yeah. And then to finish off the Rushmore, I'll go I'll go Brent Hayden, the swimmer, just to give swimming a little bit of love. Yeah. You I'll, know. I'll go that direction. Well, Canadians have been very good in swimming forever. I don't know if there's someone obvious I missed. but Well, uh, are, did you want to do the guys? Yes. No. Do you want to include any more of them, or is that it? No, no, no. Sorry, I thought you were going to. I thought that was an implication that you were going to give yours now. Well, no, I said Gretzky and Howe, and mine ha- my list had people in it. Mm. Yours, okay. No, I was, yeah, I was a little restricted to uh, yeah. Olympians. All right, well, you know, listening to the show is tough. I understand that, you know. I get it. I understand. It's a very busy day for you. Um, <laughs> were people yelling at you waivers on the text line? It looks like people were saying, Declan, it's waivers. Yeah, they, they, they were. I thought, like, I replied to one of our one of our listeners, and I said I thought it was something related to a show segment that I had completely <laughs> forgotten about, so I was I was flustered. I, I still am, actually, I didn't, to be fair. I did not realize that people were haranguing you. We're 10 minutes in, and I'm still <laughs> a little flustered. I'm trying to, uh, like you said, it's busy over here. I'm trying to get in the swing of things. Just give me five more minutes, and I'll be good to go. The great 15 thing, minutes late, but worth the wait. See, this is what happens, because I... Early on in my life, in the mid '80s, uh, I, I by design, I worked with somebody who was really talented. So it was sort of a two person show, right? And I'm used to that. Now you don't have that luxury anymore. Well, but I you do because you put me I, on your back. I keep like you're trying to do work that producers do, and I won't let you. And that's on me. But nobody knows that. You know, I'm going to shut it down. I'm going to shut it down right now, and all my focus is going towards you and being the best co-host I can be. The worst oh, producer, I, but the best co-host. <laughs> I do not like that, Sam. I am. You have to do everything. I'm sorry. I'll, can I find a nice balance at least? Like sure. Why don't we try everywhere that? instead of a hundred or something? Let's try okay, that. All right. Gretzky, Donovan Bailey, Larry Walker, Steve Nash from Team Dean. That's a good. That's a good uh, list. Penny Alexiak for sure. George okay. St. Pierre, another great name. Simon Whitfield and Adam Vancouverden and Clara Hughes. I, I had and, and Katrina Lemay Doan. I remember. And if we're gonna, you know, we have today. We have uh, one of the queens of curling on today, Jackie Ray. So we should mention Sandra Schmerler, uh, who I I was it. What Olympics did she win? Was it ninety eight? I can't remember now. But I remember she was curling, and Katrina Lemay Doan was skating in the middle of the night, and. I swear to you, I was—I might have—I might be out by a decade now that I think of it, but I was like, I was on no sleep at all. I remember being really grumpy at work and people calling me on it, saying, "You are just—you need to sleep because you are grumpy." But it was all because of Sandra Schmerler and Katrina Lamedon. That's when I knew that the Dutch have a lot of—they don't have any good hockey players, but man, they've got some good skaters. They're all on that speed skating thing. Good afternoon, Low Tide. I just want to say as well, my heart and prayers go out to the Snow family. Hopefully everything will be okay with them. I just wanted to ask you, there's a young player named Petrov. He played in the tournament in Penticton, looked really good. Did he make the training camp roster for Matif? Yes, he did. He's not. He's played one game. It was the Winnipeg game. He had one shot on goal. Uh, and he had a couple of plays that really tell me that nerves might be a problem. He skated through the neutral zone very well. He had great pace, but he was just through the neutral zone. And he had a, a, a winger on his left. He was in the center of the ice 
and he sent a pass toward the winger, but he missed him by 10 feet, and it was a quick turnover and a jailbreak the other way. And that that implies, I mean, it might have gone off the end of a stick, and we imply a lot of things that aren't real, but it, it, it told me that maybe he was a little nervous, and I don't know if we'll see him. Jennifer Heil, absolutely. These are great names. I, I don't know if you could ever do a Mount Rushmore of Canadian athletes because you'd be missing everybody. Mine was so bad already. I'm looking back on it with so much regret. Okay, like, you had no chance to prepare. Don't be knocking yourself no, out. No, I know, but I should be better than that. Sorry. No. I, did, listen, did it catch me off guard? Yes. Are you 60, 70% to blame? Yes. But that still leaves 40, <laughs> 40 or 30 for me that I got to pick up the slack, and I didn't do that. So that it's was, on me. That was very well done. I want to tell you that I'm <laughs> proud of you. And George St. Pierre should be on there. I can't believe I didn't have him on there. As I bleed out over here, I wanted you to know that was a very good line well Thank you. well done well Thank delivered you. and uh, i hate you but you know i i gotta admit it was really well done uh so we're gonna find we're gonna surround the lines i promise you we'll get that for you and as a matter of fact because we we have an open segment next jackie ray will join us at 12 40 and then at one o'clock is bruce mccurdy from the cult of hockey the evidence journal so we have an open segment i think we're going to devote it to the orders drilling down on what's going on with them. There are some some NHL rumors that we'll talk about a little bit later that do impact or could impact the Oilers, but we're going to we're going to spend a little bit of time about uh, talking about this team and talking about why you should be confident that the Edmonton Oilers are are going to push deep this year. Now they might run into a hot goaltender because when Laurent Brossois went down, the world changed for the Edmonton Oilers and that could happen again. Uh, I could give you chapter and verse about teams in the past. The New York Rangers in 1972 against Boston, they beat the Habs, the toughest team to beat during that era. And then they couldn't beat Bourne the Bruins, partly because Jean Rattel got hurt. Dale Rolfe, his teammate, drilled a puck October 3rd, I believe. No, I'm wrong. It would have been April 3rd. During the, when they're skating around and he drills a puck, breaks Rattel's ankle, and they had to put Bobby Russo up on the gag line. Goal a game, gag line. Rattel between Vic Hadfield and Rod Gilbert. I remember that so well. I mean, I don't know where I parked my car outside. Do you have special parking or do we just park anywhere? We, I just park wherever I can find a spot around here. No parking pass, no special privileges, just as close to the door as I can find. So it's just like your regular life. No, I listen. At home, I have an, a nice assigned parking stall in a in a nice heated underground parking. Oh, parking nice! Your heated yeah. underground parking. Yeah, I had a producer, Lieutenant Eric, who kept losing bicycles, getting stolen in his heated underground parking. I don't know where he was living, but it's it's nice and cozy and safe where I live. No problem no. so far. Knock on wood, of course. But Nancy Green, Mars bars are still one of my favorites. I remember, I remember Nancy Green very well. I was, I was, I don't know when she. I would have been like five or six, but she was instantly famous in a big way. Steve Nash. Yeah. If we're going to do the greatest Canadian athlete of all time, we need more time. I think we can, you know, conclude that. And we need more than four names. Maybe four for women, four for men. Something like that. Okay. I, I do like the conversation that a Rushmore brings when you have to nail it down to four. But it's so hard and you miss somebody and people get mad at you. It is hard, but it create it creates conversation. It creates debate. I like that. I respect that. We haven't mentioned any of the Conikers, and that'll make everybody mad who's over sixty five. You gotta watch it, man. You know, people get mad when you don't mention their favorite players. I mean, we haven't even talked about Mark Messier, and he's gotta be talked about in this conversation. I mean, I I think it's a little ridiculous that he has the only NHL award that 
the candidates and the winner are decided by him and nobody else votes on it. I mean, it's a bit much, but it's Mark Messier, so nobody says anything. That's and just I how much they that. trust him. Yeah. Well, but I mean, this is like, this is, the NHL does the, the most unusual things, and that's the one that, that I just, I'm like, so let me get this straight. He picks three guys, even though he knows who the winner is. So he picks one guy and then says, oh, who can I throw in to make it look good? I mean, he really? Doesn't, he doesn't have any consultants on any of that? He must. I don't care. It's a great story, and I'm going with what I pretend is the fact. That's how, that's how I come to these conclusions, just so you know. On the way, we're going to talk to uh, Jackie Ray about changes at Sports 1440. We'll talk a little bit about her current career and about the time that I met her, and we spent hours together, and she doesn't remember at all. And I'm not upset or angry in any way, but I will bring it up to her. Bruce McCurdy from the Cult of Hockey will talk about the orders and Brooks Robinson as well. This is the Lowdown with Low Tide on Sports 1440. It's 1221 on the Lowdown, Sports 1440. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. We've got a couple of news items here to start this segment. And let's begin with you and a big NBA trade. I thought the Raptors might be in on this, but as it turns out, they are not. Yes, some breaking news at the NBA. That's my breaking news alert. (laughs) Oh, my God. Damian Lillard, Portland's golden child, the man who said he would never leave, the man who wanted to build from the ground up, not join a super team. He has officially been traded to a team that seemingly came out of nowhere, the Milwaukee Bucks. He's going to be joining Giannis Antetokounmpo in Milwaukee. Drew Holiday, DeAndre Ayton, Tumani Kamara, and two picks are going back to Portland. Now, there was a third team involved in the trade. Phoenix was that team, of course. You might have caught that when I mentioned DeAndre Ayton. They're going to get Yusuf Nurkic, Grayson Allen, Nasir Little, and Keon Johnson. So Damian Lillard, there was speculation where where, where would he go, what teams are he going to end up on, and it is officially announced he is going to the Milwaukee Bucks. He's joining Giannis Antetokounmpo. And Giannis like doesn't need any help, so this is like loading up the loading up. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, they had a great three-way, three kind of triangle, three-headed monster, if you will, with with Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton. Now, Chris Middleton, some injury issues. Drew Holiday was obviously the way back out. But what I loved about Milwaukee is that they were formulated that Giannis could dominate the ball in the low post. He had improved his passing game a little bit, and he could find these second options. Damian Lillard is the guy who stops the ball. He's the guy who needs the ball in his hand to be effective. And I know he had, I think he had close to eight assists last season, but that stat's a little inflated when you can drive, kick, hold the ball until there's six seconds left on the shot clock and kick it out to your open shooter. It's just he, passing is in his game. He needs to dominate the ball to be effective. I don't think it's a match made in heaven style-wise, uh, but anytime your team gets the best player in a trade, no. you have to think you get better. And this guy, one of the best players in the league that could be traded, period, let alone the best player in the trade. NBA is the most entertaining league in North America. I don't think it's close. They're constantly doing things to get in the news. I agree. The NFL is more famous. The NHL is more popular here. The NBA... You couldn't script a more exciting league. Yep. You just couldn't. And the owners are like the backstory. The players are the ones who decide how things roll. This in from Bruce Springsteen, and we know that he's you know slated to come here. It says, Bruce Springsteen has continued to recover steadily from peptic ulcer disease over the last few weeks. Will continue treatment through the rest of the year on doctor's advice with this in mind and out of an abundance of caution. All remaining 2023 tour dates for Springsteen and the E Street Band will be postponed until 2024. Rescheduled dates for each of the 2023 shows, including those postponed earlier this month, will be announced next week, all taking place at their originally scheduled venues. So, um, we're thinking about the boss today, along with uh, Chris Snow and his family. A couple of texts here before we get to the Oilers roster and what we might see tonight. 
hey guys, what about Peekaboo Street? Solid Olympic athlete. And that name alone should get into the conversation. Trailer Park Ryan. I think Peekaboo Street... Is she not American? We were talking about Canadian. Uh, yes, she might have been. Yeah. She yeah been. I, I think, I believe she still is. Yeah, well, tra- yeah. well, she could have no. renounced. She could have renounced. <laughs> it's a great place to be. We love it up here. She yeah. could have renounced. Sure. Good point. Low tide, there are 1,440 minutes in a day. Hopefully, Sports 1440 can spill it, fill it all with sports from Dealey Stand. Well, we'll talk about that with Jackie Ray coming up at 1240. We have some exciting news, and Jackie Ray, I knew she worked hard. Now I'm convinced she's working all the hours, so we'll talk to her about that as well. Great lady, great broadcaster. I'm loving the station, says St. Albert Kevin. Well, thank you. Larry Walker, says Colin. You could just blurt that out anywhere in Canada, shopping, you know, filling up with gas. Larry Walker, it should be okay. Bobby Orr for me, and well, Ian... Bobby Orr is my all-time favorite player. I love Bobby Orr. But, I mean, I think that I think that Gretzky's probably the greatest player of all time, hockey-wise. And I don't think you can you have two hockey out of four, you know? I mean, I would put, I'd put Gretzky and Messier on the list, but people would, would rain down blows on me. I mean, I think if they deserve to be there, how can you not? You don't have to restrict it to, to, to one sport, one athlete. If two guys deserve to be there, put them both there. All right. So you say so. But what do I know? Oh, my God. Jackie Ray and LT on the radio at the same time. I just put my seatbelt on in my tractor for the first time ever. Looking forward to this meeting of the minds. Here we go. Listen, if we get into a battle of the minds, I, I, I will lose badly. Jackie Ray is... Uh, very quick individual. Very funny, too. So there'll be none of that. It'll be a straight-up interview. Very, very straightforward. There'll be no fun, just the facts. Peekaboo Street is American. Not that we dislike Americans. We love them. I love your gigantic food. I love your rock and roll. I love your movies. I love your ridiculousness. I love your roads and your cars and your beach boys and your beach girls. We're a hockey nation. Of course we can have multiple hockey players in the top five. Justin Abelgoni. I know, but we want to be, you know, one of the things that we do is we we have to recognize that athletes uh, who are Canadian are showing up in some really cool places like Steve Nash, like Donovan Bailey, you know. And we also have to, you know, be cognizant of the great winter sport athletes like, well, Clara Hughes, Sandra Schmirler, Wayne Gretzky, Gordie Howe, Mark Messier, Bobby Orr. I'm just texting in to complain that you haven't said the name of the person (laughs) I want on the list. Okay. I was wondering who that may be, and I think a name that needs to get thrown out there is Terry Fox. Well, if we count him as an athlete, I think Terry Fox is the greatest Canadian ever. It was an athletic feat. Was he an athlete? Different different debate, different day. Well, I mean, if you want to put Terry Fox at the top of all the lists... I'm, We're I'm happy okay to do with that. that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's one athlete rules them all, Marie Philip Poulin. Well, she's great player, and would have to be considered for the for the list. Did we mention Christine Sinclair? You know, we didn't, and we should be ashamed we of should. ourselves. Yeah, she really should be up there. Because now I just want to get the name, and I'm hoping that was it. Uh, Hitman Hart. I remember Stu Hart. 
Stu Hart was sort of a manager when I was a kid. But he everyone's thought he'd come out and knock heads together and hit somebody with a shoe. Those were the days. Sinclair and Wickenheiser. Big Ben the horse. Okay, well, now hold on here. We, we, I don't, I don't even, can we, how can we, can we say a horse is Canadian? Like, I don't, do they, do they have passports and nationalities? I think horses do have passports when they travel for rodeos and things like that. I know it sounds ridiculous and silly, but my cousin used to, she, she was a barrel racer and a, a calf tire, if that's the thing. And she would, she would go down to Montana for rodeos and they had to have special documentation for the horses. Now, was it a passport? I don't know. But they do have to have something like that. So, so their nationality was listed. So your, your, your cousin, what was she again? What did she do? Uh, she was a bail racer, and then she also did, like, the calf tying, that so one. So we can agree that she could kick both of our asses, then, if she can do that stuff. Oh, yeah. She's yeah. a she's a southern Saskatchewan ranch girl. She could God. anyone's. Anyone's. Those Saskatchewan girls, man. Elvis Stoiko, Bret Hart, Wayne Gretzky, GSP. Great names. Stubby Clap. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a name. You guys are missing one. Jason Strudwick. <laughs> End of discussion. Struddy is a great man. His his laugh alone should put him on some kind of wall of fame. We could let him like visit the Rushmore of the best Canadian athletes, but I don't know if he can be on it. I have to say that that I always like people who are, um, you know, he's he he played in the National Hockey League. You know, I mean, he's got the the bona fides, and he doesn't act like it. He never ever, like he just never. And I would I mock him. I tweet him the most awful things. I I. I tease him unmercifully about the shift, and he never, ever, ever pulls the, you know, I played the NHL card, which I would do every day. What about Mark McMorris, Low Tide, Damian Warner, Pierre uh, LePage, Michael Smith, Christine Sinclair? Yes. Where's the CFL representation? Jackson, Parker, Trey Ford? No. How about Rick Hansen? That's an interesting name. No love for Patrick Waugh? Well, I, I think Patrick Waugh was a great... I think he was way better than Martin Brodeur. If you want to call a fight a fight, I think that's true. If we're talking about animals, what about the littlest hobo? Well, I... Lo- can you can you hummus a few bars of the littlest hobo theme song? Oh, my good. No, I, I don't think I know the theme song. What? No. I don't, that's the uh, unofficial anthem of the, the, the whole damn country. Oh, Yikes. Wow. Yikes. If it's well, not if it's not something by Shania Twain, it would certainly see, be. See, if that. you wanted me to sing up by Shania Twain, then then we have a show. But this theme song, you need me to start humming. Like I'm I'm not your guy. Damn, you don't know that. No, I really don't. We I should really come don't. out of the break. Well, we're talking to Jackie Ray, so maybe we'll go with a curling song. Mm. Um have to show Sid the Kid some love, Golden Goal. Very fair. Hey, Ty, great conversation. Bobby Orr is for sure, but Paul Coffey, although overshadowed, was one of the best offensive defensemen. Just my thoughts, Ravencrest Dave. Paul Coffey was the greatest skater I think I ever saw until McDavid. Susan Natras, another great name. Katrina LeMay Doan from Greg, yes. We've had that name a little bit. It was We should both be ashamed of ourselves for how long it took us to get to Christine Sinclair. Yeah, that's that's a bit of a slap yourself on the back of the head moment well, for us. Well, I mean, come on now. 
She like arguably the greatest women's soccer player ever. Period. Yeah, I would, I, w- I would endorse that, and I think most Canadians would. And we, I remember when they the the, the women's team came here in like two thousand two, and my friend Jane, really great lady, she said, "You've got to take your kids, Al," mm-hmm. and we did. And our whole family followed that team for like twenty years, and just tremendous glory and great moments that we got to share in. And we were there not at the start, start, but pretty close to the start. So you, you're gate, that means. you're gatekeeping the uh, the women's national team success. Then is what I'm. <laughs> you were in I was I was a, a a fan and a, a a wildly interested observer. I did not contribute at all. Okay, you didn't drop any plays or no set pieces, anything like that. No, yeah, no, no, no. Shania counts because she runs through many minds all day. From Declan, is that you? That is not me. Um, but I like what they're saying. Yeah. She does. She runs through my mind pretty frequently. I'm a big fan. That that whole weather vane thing at the beginning of No One Needs to Know Right Now, put me there. That's what I'm assuming heaven looks like. Clara Hughes, well, that was the way conversation started with Clara Hughes. We had her included right from the hop. The end of the Trailer Park Boys show played a version of the Littlest Hobo song by a guy named Nightingale Cummings. Fantastic cover. Okay. Was it NSFW. I think I've got that right. Um, how come nobody has said Mario Lemieux? Well, they should have. Ken Reed, you bet. Silken Lawman, there's a great name. Great name. We have I, we've been remiss with the figure skaters too, like yeah, uh, Karen Magnuson, Scott and Tessa. Yeah, oh God, yeah. Um, we said Elvis Stoiko, but we didn't say Kurt Browning. Um, I do want to reiterate, though, this isn't just a list of good Canadian athletes. This is the Mount Rushmore, top four ever. It's so not an endless list. You're it, saying it, that Kurt that Browning doesn't belong? Is that what you're saying? No, but I'm just saying it's, it's, an, it's an elite, elite club. It is the top, top of the mountain, and it's, it's tough to nail down. It isn't just a great Canadian athletes list. That one could go on forever. It's four names. You know the name I would like to put out there to make everybody mad because he was he was the crustiest figure skating. He was figure skater. I remember when I was a kid watching him. But then he went into TV and was the commentator. And Toller Cranston could flatten Canada in a single bound. They'd bring out, and now it's uh, Jennifer Robinson. And she'd come out in Lovely Girl. And then <laughs> Toller Cranston would pick apart everything. I mean, every, every little, wow, this is wrong. Why do we bring these kids who look nice but can't skate? Oh, my God. <laughs> if, there's a, if there's a television critics of Canada, Mount Rushmore, it's four taller Cranstons. I used to laugh out loud. I'm not kidding you. Laugh out loud. He was like the punk rock of Canadian television commentators. He let, he let nothing, nothing go by. I don't think they have him on anymore. I don't know why. Did you know that Jay Woodcroft was on Littlest Hobo when he was a kid from Shangtuan? Yes, I did. I I I saw the little episode, and as cute as a button, uh, there's some poison or something that he's going to get into, as I recall, um, which I think probably the modern version of that is playing McDavid and Drysaddle together on the same line at 5-on-5, five five. but we'll leave that alone. All right, it's 1235, 
and the big boss is coming in, and I, I need to be on time because these are important things. So we will tell you that the lowdown is driven by Wolf GMC Buick. We will tell you that Jackie Ray is on the way next, and we will further say this is the lowdown with Low Tide on Sports 1440. It's the lowdown on Sports 1440, and delighted to be joined by uh, somebody far more famous than me and fun and interesting, Jackie Ray from uh, do we say CFCW or is it just yeah, everything? Yeah, CFCW is uh, still uh, still my baby, still no. the main baby. It was the first baby. Yeah, well, and I mean that was we don't want to talk about how long ago, but it was a little time ago. Uh, it uh, was, yes, yeah. but not as long as you and I go back. From well, what I understand, I just love that you don't remember it. You know, it, it, it is very typical for me to to remember something and then somebody else going, "No, I don't recall that at all." But I do remember it was it was at the old Red Deer Arena. The wrestlers were playing. Um, uh, Ray Podlosky, who made the NHL, would have been on the ice for the wrestlers. And uh, you were, uh, between periods, uh, not yelling at, but but saying nice things to the Zamboni driver. <laughs> and you were you were galing us. We were all howling at your your sense of humor. And I think I think he was slightly embarrassed, but entertained. So that's all know. that matters. That was uh, what I, 1982. Yeah, that was because that was my first year in radio. I was um, midnight shift at CKGI in Red Deer. Man, that's only like a, a lifetime ago, but that's okay. <laughs> so, um, and we want to talk. Let's talk about this first, and then we can talk about the fun stuff. Uh, obviously, this has been uh, a whirlwind for you. And you, let's be clear here: you already had a job before us Wranglers and Ne'er Do Wells came in, and this must have been an enormous task to put this all together in about what eight days. Yeah, it was. It felt like eight days. You know, when the contract was signed, I think August eleventh, and so, and then we wanted to launch right after Labor Day. Yeah. Uh, so it was a lot. You should have seen the look on my engineer's face <laughs> when I told him our vision. <laughs> I, I can't re- repeat to you what he said, but uh, we got to work and I've never done talk radio. I've always been in country radio. Mm-hmm. So country music is uh, the only stations I've ever worked at in my 40 plus year career. So mm-hmm. it was it's been a fun challenge. Well, country music was always my favorite format and this is one of my favorites because it's it's a um much like country music, people do kind of have an association with you and there's a relationship there, a friendship that a rapport uh, that develops. But for you when when you're dealing with like Radio is different than it was 35 years ago. There's a lot of intricacies about it. How difficult has it been to... You mentioned the engineers. I'm surprised they all didn't ask to get packaged out. But there are other things involved, like production and that. So you must be the smoothest operator in the world for nobody to have come into your office and yelled at you. Well, and I think it's, you know, you just, you put a together to-do list. It's like any job. Oh, we need an imaging voice. We need a male voice. I wanted a female voice as well. And then you, you start, okay, marketing, what are we going to do? We got to repaint in the, the control room studio. Right. Yeah. So there was just so many things you had to, you know, from signage to marketing to uh, all the proper liners and splitters and uh, yeah it was it was it was fun i knew you were a keeper when the first time i came into the studio there were wheels on the chair and i went ass over tea kettle and the next time i came in there were there were low tide chairs where i can't possibly fall off so thank you <laughs> you're right that's it was for you <laughs> <laughs> see i'm already cleaning the joint up um so tell us a little bit because the reason we wanted to talk to you is that that we're on the air but we're also improving and we've got something pretty exciting coming. Yeah, this Sunday we kick off Fox Sports and right away I'm, I'm sure many listeners noticed uh, that we were only sports from 7A to 6P but we were just negotiating deals and try to figure out okay what can we do in the overnight period and on the weekend so we finally got that deal signed and uh, just technically we're testing it all last week 
that uh, this time the engineers love me because I gave them a little more time, <laughs> a little more notice. So yeah, this uh, right actually midnight this uh, Saturday night is when it'll all kick in. And that the great thing is, I believe that's the the big NFL coverage, which is huge. I know a lot of people listen to it on Sundays. Oh my goodness, the the countdown to kickoff uh, it, it starts at eight o'clock, and then right it's wall to wall through yeah. all day long, and with a lot of the former NFL pros on, and it's just a real real great talent base. Yeah, there, there's there are great talents on that. So it's going to be, uh, I, I think it's going to be uh, must-tune 24-7 for sports fans, and that's what we want. Yeah, and even if you've been coming to work, and a lot of people, like because I know I'm at work early, so 5, 6 in the morning, and you're going, ah, oh, I wish they had sports on. Yeah. Come Monday morning, yes, uh, leading into Kevin Carey's at 7 a.m. They've got a great show, uh, t- uh, two pros and a cup of joe, and uh, yeah. uh, that's going to be awesome. Well, I get a lot of show prep from that, so I, I don't have to... <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to really? Into, yeah, so I'm going to have to go somewhere else for my show prep now because it'll be on the air before me. Um, I wanted to talk to you as well because you're obviously very famous, as a, you know, been honored and uh, doubly and triply in terms of your uh, curling career, but you're going back tonight, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm going back. I haven't competitive curled. Uh, we lost the Canadian seniors, I think about seven years ago. And I said, okay, that's time. I'm no. going to pack it in. And then uh, Deb Santos, who I went with all, to all the Scotties with, the three Scotties tournament is hard. I went with her. And then we lost the Canadian seniors final together. She finally talked me into coming back. So, <laughs> But this is Masters. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing. That's for those 60 and over. Right. So we're masters. And you barely qualify. Barely. I better damn well be the youngest person on the team or else I'm going to be one bitter woman on the ice. (laughs) The great thing about hitting 60 is when you hit 40, it's a thing. When you hit 50, it's still a thing. But 60, it's like, yeah, I'm 60. And get out of my way and I want it for free. Or at least 15 or 20% sure, off. Sure, that's yeah. right. And when I ride a bus, I better be honored by somebody. Um, so the other thing I wanted to ask you, because I've always been curious about this, because curlers have a tendency to be very um, generous about other curlers. There's a there's a, a friendship or a bond, right? There's It's competitive, but there's still a sense of, you know, uh, the history of the game. So I wanted to ask you your your favorite curlers, or at least the ones that you either looked up to or were delighted to meet along the way. Oh, I, I, old would be Marge Mitchell, who okay. won a world championship out of Saskatchewan. I was going to the Junior Canadians back in 1980, and they were playing in the Canadian Women's Championship here in Edmonton. It was at the Old Gardens. Right. And that was Colleen Jones lost the final to Marge Mitchell that year. That was Colleen's first every year in it. But Marge was so gracious. She played against our team, gave us some pointers to go to the Junior Canadian. So I just was always a fan of the of the person. Right. Uh, current day Jennifer Jones. Yeah. Only because of she's brilliant. Yeah. Like there's a bar none. There is nobody in this game that has been a better curler. And, and bring out the best in her team than Jennifer Jones. I find, and this is just me, and maybe it's a bias that I have, both men's and women's sides are very entertaining, but right now I feel like the women is more, not necessarily more competitive, but there's more teams that I can either hate watch or love watch, right? Like it's a lot going on. Well, and the great things about women, you never know when we might have that moment where we, you know at the bed. <laughs> It just comes out of the blue sometimes. I, I love the, I, I always love it when the, either the skip or the sweeper, I can't remember the curler. Um, and I was in a big event and, and 
they needed the rock to stop, and she said, "Stop, you stupid thing!" Which I, I just howled in laughter because I totally understood it. But you know, the rock doesn't hear that. Right? <laughs> no, no, it doesn't hear uh, that. Um, but and then male wise, my my favorite would uh, Hector Ray. He yeah. was my curling coach for twenty years, and he was my dad's best friend. And actually, Warren Hansen tells the story that he always had to tell my dad, "Stay away from Heck. We're in the provincials this weekend." Because <laughs> my dad would lead him astray. Oh but, no! Yeah, and, your dad Hector would lead Ray, Heck astray. That's interesting. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, shocker, I know. And uh, and then the current day, uh, Team Furby. I always have to. Uh, they were the ones that. Yeah focused on every single player was unbelievable at their role. They, they were. were really the first team that recognized that uh, from the lead to the second. And that's how I think Team Furby really changed yeah. the game. And I, 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 the thing when you're talking about curling is that the rule change made it such a more interesting sport, right? Oh. And so when you, when you watch it now, and like I remember, uh, you know, Don do good, and I remember all of the. I don't remember the Richardsons, and I don't remember. I go back that far, but the the change in the rules just changed. It made everything every every end counted in a way that it didn't before. Oh well, you remember, and they booed Pat Ryan and Kevin yes. Martin at those briars because they were hitting everything in sight, yep. and then suddenly, you know, it was that was Russ Howard and his brother. They just started practicing with different rules, and good on the CCA that they, uh, they it was kicking and screaming. Though a lot of you yes. know, a lot of the purists didn't want. You know, no. Oh no, there's no way you can. But the, the talent has just got so good now. You had to change the rules. Yeah. Do you get upset that that because? I don't anymore because I realize that, you know, it's not Doherty Nordby winning once every once in a while. It, Canada is in trouble every time at the Worlds because everybody else is so damn good, right? And I think we have to kind of recognize that. Oh, and it is. It's so even now. I was uh, lucky enough to work the Pyeongchang Olympics in South Korea, and so I saw all the games at the curling venue. And they're they're doing it for a living. That's And they're, they're you know, let's say Team Italy to, to Great Britain. That's all they do. Yeah, yeah. They I don't know. have jobs. They don't have other things they have to do. They're paid by their governments just to curl and uh, that's really changed the game for for the uh, other countries and it makes it amazing now i'm, I'm going to ask you something now Uh-oh. and you don't have to say yes but i love curling and i love talking curling so is it possible to get you on a few times during the winter to talk about major events and curling to kind of give us an update on your view oh i'd love to okay. yeah because this is this is starting to be a really fun year shaping up uh, not for our master's team we won't <laughs> have to talk about the old broads but, but surely that's not the name of the team yeah, yeah it may be we yeah we put the broad in broadcasting um but but uh, it's so fun because now everybody's starting to position themselves for the olympic trials right, right? in 25 yeah. so this is starting you you can feel the teams are really starting. That's what everything's gearing up for. So absolutely, I'd love to come back. Do you follow all the inside stuff where teams will punt one person or slide? Because to, to me, that's the real fun part because it's sort of like, you know, teams are sort of building mega teams. And, and if it doesn't work, then it kind of splatters on the ground. But it's an interesting idea in a lot of cases. Well, yeah. And, and with curling, one, you, you might bring a person in and you might on paper go, oh, wow, that, that's going to be a heck of a team. Yeah. And then it's not just because yes, it's still a team thing. It's just you, you it got to be able to work together and uh, uh, you know, how, how you throw the rock. It's, there's so many variables in it. Yeah. And there's, there, everybody talks about a golden era, but I think every era is kind of a golden era. And there's mm-hmm. one team or other that will, will sort of dominate. And I'll be interested in 
see with the women what happens over the next four or five years. Yes, because there's a real starting to be a real changing of the guard, you yeah. know, because, yeah, Jennifer Jones will be gone. And, uh, yeah, so it's it's going to be fun to watch the yeah. young ones come up. Well, thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. You seem to be good at this. I think we could have you on again with no problem. Wow, I get the stamp of approval. What's your name again? Yeah, exactly. Here we go again. Doesn't remember me again. It's a thing. It's a thing. I knew she was going to do that. Thank you, Jackie Ray. That's uh, Jackie Ray from, we'll say CFCW, but she's everywhere. And I, I, the way radio works is that anything that has talk radio or sports talk radio it's just a pile of work there's like a mountain of stuff like the 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 fox edition uh, back when we started the station over at the other uh, other building uh, you had to sign contracts but you also had to agree like you could say we're going to do the sunday football and you want that but then you had to agree to five garden shows or something like that so we don't have that now but back in the olden days you did but I know she's working very hard, and we're delighted that she could spend a little bit of time with us. I love the idea with uh, Fox Sports Radio. Now I hope Sports Radio is here permanently. I followed from the other station. Yeah, I, you know, I think there's an appetite for that, and we've talked about it in the past. But we're we're up and running, and I will say, along with Jackie Ray, Jason Greger, and Susan Reed, were really important pieces in getting this together. I was. Um, I was part of a negotiation and it went away and then all of a sudden it came back and that was out of a meeting, I think, between Susan and uh, Jason. And so this is like, this is really uh, um, something that is very innovative and it involves um, entrepreneurial spirit and then a big company. And that's hard to do. You need really strong personalities who know each other really well, and the trust factor has to be through the roof. So that's what's happened here. I think I really do think it's unique in Canadian broadcasting, and I think because of that, there's a there's an appetite to to support it from advertisers, and there's an appetite to support it from listeners, and and maybe there's an impetus that wouldn't have been there previously. That's my belief. I'll just say it like that, and and I won't say I, I say no more. But that's that's how I feel about it. I'm uh, I'm a big fan of everybody involved. Uh, Carpenter guy, no, th- Andy S. Carpenter guy. I finally Googled your number. It's great to hear you guys. You guys are carrying the lunch sports crowd. Yeah, well, we're. <laughs> I made a joke about Bob moving, and I'm not going to make it anymore because you know, it once bitten twice shy. But it it, it did work out well for this particular show. And I think what happened was everybody likes Declan. So they said, let's make it, you know, Declan's working with the old guy. Sometimes he shows up. Sometimes his brain stays at home. Let's make it easy. Let's just make him the only game in town. Hey, Miss Boss Lady, give Low Tide a raise. He's your McDavid. (laughs) Black-eyed Blake. There's just no way. There's no way. Canadian Mount Rushmore. Thoughts on Rushmore of sports. I'll start Edmonton grads again. Great idea. I grab my four or below 99, four or Terry Fox and Sinclair, all great names. Low tide. Um, maybe tomorrow I'll want to settle down until tomorrow. The whole world is my home. Love the little Stobo. 
James from the Hood. I can't. Did you just not watch it? Did your parents not let you watch innovative shows? Like were you were you just well, watching Caillou the whole time? I watched a lot of Caillou. There were a couple shows they didn't let me watch. Like they didn't let me watch Power Rangers. I don't know if Littlest Hobo was on the ban list in our house, but I, maybe I just never got around to it. I don't know. Before my time, is that fair to say, or do I not have that excuse? Oh, I think yeah. Before your time would be bit. about right. Yeah. Um, I'll also say that that we for a time we we did <laughs> confession time. We didn't let the kids watch The Simpsons until they went to school and everybody was talking about The Simpsons and they were talking about, you know, whatever, they, you know, Barney or whatever. So we did it kind of just so that our kids would be able to talk about what the other kids at school were talking about. I guess we gave in to peer pressure. Maybe that's what we should say. But they're, they're all productive human beings. I remember when my dad used to say, you shouldn't watch the Bucks Bunny Roadrunner show because it's too violent. I'm like, where am I going to find an anvil? You know what I mean? Like, there's no anvil hanging around, Dad. I don't think you have to worry at all about the violence of the Wiley E. Coyote. All right. On the way, Bruce McCurdy, we're going to talk about Brooks Robinson, who passed away. We'll talk about the Oilers' lines and pairings and all of that. On the way, plus your comments, and we welcome your calls anytime. Give us a call at 1-833-401-1440. You can text line as well, 833-401-1440. This is the Lowdown with Low Tide on Sports 1440, and it's time for an update. This is a Sports 1440 update. Sports 1440 update, breaking news out of the NBA as the Portland Trailblazers have traded Damian Lillard to the Milwaukee Bucks. Three-team trade involving the Phoenix Suns as well. Notably in the trade, Portland will get Drew Holiday and DeAndre Aiden, while Phoenix gets Yusuf Nurkic and Grayson Allen. Full, ju- full trade details can be found on foxsports.com. Incredibly sad news out of the hockey world as Flames assistant general manager Chris, Chris Snow has become unresponsive after going into cardiac arrest on Tuesday where a scan showed he suffered a brain injury. His wife Kelsey shared this news on social media earlier today and Snow was diagnosed with ALS in December 2019, just months after being promoted to assistant GM from director of hockey analysis. Michigan State University has fired football coach Mel Tucker with cause, formally completing a process that was initiated last week. Tucker is currently under a university investigation for a sexual misconduct complaint brought by Brenda Tracy, a sexual assault awareness speaker. Tucker went 20-14 and 14 in four seasons with the Spartans. CFL News, Darrell Walker and Jamal Davis II have signed with the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Walker, two-time CFL All-Star, appeared in one game this year with the Rough Riders, had three catches for 28 yards and a touchdown in Week 1 against Edmonton before his knee injury. He was released by the, by the Riders on August 9th. Canada's women's soccer team finished the job last night and the reigning Olympic champions are going back to the 2024 Paris Games. The Canadians beat the number 37 ranked Jamaican women's team 4-1 on aggregate to earn the last CONCACAF entry in the 12 country field for the games. And AJHL action, four games on the slate in the AJHL showcase starting today, including Grand Prairie and Olds playing right now. That one is currently 6-1 Grand Prairie at the uh, beginning of the third period. MLB scores only one game in action currently. It is the Diamondbacks up 3-0 on the White Sox in the bottom of the third. I'm Declan Kruger, and that's your Sports 1440 update.